football podcast called Live in the Stream comes to you each week. Streaming recommendations during NFL season, it's not just tongue and cheek. Quarterback, defense, tight end recommendations based on opposition matchup. Here are your podcast hosts, JJ Zacharyson and Danny Carter. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Living the Stream. I'm JJ Zacharyson, the late-round quarterback, and as always, I'm joined by my very close-to-lovely co-host, Denny Carter. Denny, what's going on, buddy? Uh, I'm fine. I was, I was fine until you are sped up uh, JJ3000 <laughs> intro there, where the, the robot seemed to lose control for a moment, but I'm, I'm, I'm not rattled anymore. I think I'm ready to go. Good. Uh, I have a question. Where were you... <laughs> When Andrew Luck decided to... Uh, no, sorry. Where were you when Adam Schefter tweeted that Andrew Luck was retiring? Right, right. Uh, so, yes, I remember where I was because this was like three days ago. And um, here's what was happening. So I had been at my brother-in-law's house, and he decided on a whim, and this is really unusual, to break out the tequila. And so, and it's like really good tequila. I mean, it was like the tequila that was made by George Clooney or something. I don't know. I don't know. And so we're, we're drinking that and I, I have a fair, I have a fair amount and I go home and, um, I, I thought, well, you know, it's, it's a, a contingent upon me to continue to drink tequila now that I'm at home. Sure. So I kept, I kept, I, I made a fire on the patio and I'm drinking the tequila and I walk in and I'm like trying to stay offline. I mean, really trying. Okay. And of course, I fail as usual. And I open up my laptop for a second. Okay, I don't even look at my phone. I, I open up my laptop, and I see the tweet, like, like right at the top. And I thought, oh my god, how drunk am I right now? <laughs> <laughs> I thought, and I'm thinking, what I'm, was in that tequila? I'm, yeah, right. I'm thinking, you know, don't retweet, don't reply, don't do anything until you uh, until you confirm this because you are about to look like an idiot if this is not true. Yeah, I uh, I was just at home not drinking, and I saw the alert, and I I was just shocked. Yeah, like I I too had to quadruple check to make sure. I and I had a I had a legitimate thought like for there was a good five minutes that I was so in shock that my assumption was that Adam Schefter got hacked. Oh really? Yeah, like it was just that that so yeah. out of nowhere that I, I it's just not something that you even. Th- fathomed or thought you know no i mean and and you knew i mean we all knew that that luck had been struggling with with injuries for a long time we knew about this you know um ankle thing that turned into like a a, maybe a broken leg but no one knows and then a calf and then an achilles so that was that was weird i mean but the andrew luck injuries are always weird right yeah and and i mean they're they're always like drawn out they're strange they're not explained so i i didn't think anything of it but it really is like um I don't know, top five most shocking moments in my sports life. Yeah, especially like non-off-the-field type stuff. You know, like obviously the Aaron Hernandez thing and O.J. Simpson and, mm-hmm. and all of those yeah. things are, are all – but they're all off the field. You know, it's it, it's not as like – like this is directly related to football. And the the news was just shocking all around. Let me, let me ask you this. We've seen a lot of takes. Doug Gottlieb had probably <laughs> the worst take of all. Uh, about him being a, a millennial who just didn't want to work, which is just next level. But how do you feel about 
uh, number one, the people who were booing Andrew Luck at, at the stadium when he was going out. And then number two, the people who were who were angry in some way at at Andrew Luck in this whole situation. Yeah. So the the Colts fans that were booing obviously had forgotten, had lost their minds, and had forgotten that they have been blessed with twenty years of Peyton Manning and Andrew Luck, to, uh, roughly. Okay, combined. I mean, give me a break. There there are there are uh, teams like the Dolphins who haven't had a good quarterback in twenty years. Yeah. And and yeah. if you, you know, for the Dolphins, if you go back, Marino hasn't been, it wasn't good for the last five years of his career. So we're talking about a quarter of a century. The Dolphins have gone without a quarterback and the Colts had just, just, you know, fell, fell into Peyton, fell into luck. You got lucky, you know, I mean, just, 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 uh, accept it. And also for the people booing, remember that Andrew Luck retiring has no impact on your life. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah. I, the way that I've kind of seen it, like booing him in person and doing that, like that, like that is just, that's so unnecessary, right? Like, but we can also understand the, the frustration if you're a fan of a team Mm -hmm. and look, I'm trying to, I'm trying to say this from the perspective, like I, you and I are not like that from a fandom perspective, but you can at least understand that if you're a fan of a team, you're going to be upset that that the best player on your team just retired. Mm -hmm. I think that the problem is directing that at specifically him as if he's making a decision maliciously or he's making this yeah. decision to hurt your life when it's yeah. a, it's a, it's a, you know, if you look at it from his perspective, it's also a lose lose, you know, of course, Oh, he's got all this money and it's easy for him to just step, step away and not have to deal with this anymore. Um, I, I get that to a degree, but don't sit back and think that this isn't a very difficult thing for a human being who is uh, a, a celebrity, if you will, it's just, mm-hmm. you know, lack of a better word, uh, for this person to make a decision like this. Like, there's no chance that it wasn't some some decision that Andrew Luck was like, yeah, sure, this is this is fine. I don't really care about other people's feelings. I'm just going to go do this. Yeah, it, it is a uh, an extremely selfish thing to boo someone who's making a decision uh, for the quality of their own life, you know, that's what we're talking about here. Right. Um, it, it, and, and I thought it was really poignant for, for Gronk the other day to stand up on stage and, you know, off the cuff, get emotional about yeah. how much football had brought him down mentally, emotionally, psychologically. Um, you know, these are things that we would never know because Gronk off the field seems kind of jovial, you know, like a big dumb jock kind of guy, but but the way that the way that he welled up, you know, that he was, um, you know, reminiscing or remembering the really hard times that he must have had getting through those gruesome injuries that that he went through, and that and coming off the heels of the luck thing, you you think, oh my God, all of these guys are going through this. Yeah, I I totally agree. I mean, it's it's it was nice to see just like straight up honesty. Like Mm -hmm. Andrew Luck was being incredibly self-aware and honest during that press conference. And he was even talking about uh, his feelings toward Jacoby Brissett and how uh, Mm -hmm. he had uh, felt a certain way when he got back, you know, he, this is my team and and right now it's your team and like feeling this, this strange feel. And then he got to know Jacoby and they became friends and all of that. And it's, it's, it's cool. Like it's, it was just cool to see that honesty and the the people who say that it's easy for Andrew Luck to walk away because he has all this money and it's, it's not necessarily just a football thing. There are plenty of players who walk away from football without life changing money, Absolutely, without money. I should say that, 
they can just retire on and not have to worry about money for the rest of their lives. I mean, this is a decision that he's making because it's it, the game has hurt his his physical state clearly, but also his mental state. And I think that we need to sit back and at least applaud someone willing to walk away from being something, being this person that so many people dream only could dream yeah. of being. And he's walking away from that because he knows that it's best for him. Right. I mean, he's a legend uh, and he, he's only played a short period of time and he's a legend and always will be. Um, and if, and if, and if people say, well, he he didn't love the game, I've seen some things on Twitter about like if he truly loved the game, he would come back next year after rehabbing or something. It, there is nothing out to indicate that Andrew Luck does not love, absolutely love, and is passionate about playing football. It it, it he shows it all the time on the right. on the field and off the field. I I don't know where that comes from. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can you could yeah. It's 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 a it's a very very lazy argument. And look, again, I, I feel some compassion towards fans who uh, spend a lot of money on season tickets and they hope that their team wins. Mm-hmm. And I, I get that, like, to to a degree. Of course, like, there's some bandwagon in every fan. There has to be, right? Like, like you, you want your team to be successful. You're not, you're not willingly buying season tickets for Miami right now for, for, for a reason, right? You don't want to go watch that team every Sunday. But when it comes to Indianapolis, you know, they, they had Super Bowl aspirations and, and those were realistically taken away from them for the most part. So yeah. I, I can understand it. It's one of those situations where like, let's just sit back and not just point fingers and say, these people are wrong. These people are wrong. The people who are wrong are the people who are booing for sure. Oh, but yeah. like. And the people who are who, like Doug Gottlieb going on Twitter and uh, saying this is a millennial thing. He doesn't work hard enough. Like, get out of here. Uh, get out of here with that absolute garbage. It but is garbage. I, you know, the, the rational people out there who, who are upset or frustrated or the rational people like Andrew Luck, who's, who's being rational about him, his, his being, I think we can at least just, just have respect for both sides. For That's sure. That's the way that I feel about it. I mean, watching Andrew Luck, I thought, you know, this is what I'm going to look like when I retire from Twitter. I'm going to be a mess. <laughs> yes. You know, I'm going to be up there. I'm going to be crying. I'm going to say this is, I'm just, I'm, you know, it's not good for my mental health. It's bringing me down. All those things are true about Twitter. And then there will be people booing me. Boo, we want you on the side. Boo. And I'm going to say, no, please, God, no. It's for my own health. Did you see uh, Antonio Brown tell Ben Roethlisberger to shut up on Twitter this week? <laughs> Uh, what's what's going on with your boys? Uh, my boys. I don't want to get get out of here with it. Like Ben Roethlisberger is not my boy. Antonio Brown is not my boy. No, I, I Juju Smith Schuster though. He's awesome. There you go. Uh, no, I mean, I, but what I I did want to say though is that any uh, that the the minute that we no longer do this show, I'm gonna go on Twitter and quote tweet you and tell you to shut up. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just it's weird because Roethlisberger keeps saying, like, I'm apologetic. I did I did something dumb. Like, it's on me. It's on me. He keeps saying it as if as if Antonio Brown's going to come back or something. I I mean, I give it. Look, I I do think I do hope that Ben Roethlisberger has grown as a human being through the years. And I, I this is one of the few instances where we've seen him be. Uh, even though it's somewhat, I mean, you, you always like take anything that Ben says and you're like, this, this can't be actually real. Like the way, like he's just saying things right now, but even like, even still, like anytime you apologize in general, you're still letting your guard down a little bit. And, yeah. and, and he's, he's been doing that. Like he, he at least had some sense of apology. The one piece of that though, was that in that interview, 
uh, he was like, and I said the same thing to James, James Washington, and he was like, and he took it. He took that criticism. It's like, why couldn't uh, they be? T-? And it's like, okay, uh, now it's a half-assed apology. Yeah, right. No, that, that's not good. It also, um, Antonio Brown is like, I don't even know you. Like, stop talking to me. <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> it is funny that that uh, that he's treating it like like Ben is this yeah. like crazy ex that's trying to like get back with him. Or, or, or like, like a stranger almost. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like you were throwing touchdowns to me for like eight years. I don't. I have no idea who you are, though. <laughs> yeah, it's very strange. All right. Anyway, we're gonna do a couple bold predictions today. We do this every year, but before doing that, Denny, yeah. you have something to say. Yes, I do. We have a sponsor today. It's ApexFantasyLeagues.com. I recently signed up for. I was telling JJ before the show for a an email draft, and they have all sorts of options. They have redraft, dynasty, auction. They have uh, your your traditional draft. They have the uh, the email draft, all sorts of options, uh, and they kind of weed out the uh, impact of variance in your league by uh, having two uh, two wins or two losses per week. I explained this last time. Uh, you know, if you are among the highest scoring teams, you get an extra win um, along with hopefully the win that you that you got against your uh, opponent that week. Um, and then on the other side of the coin. Uh, if you didn't crack the top half of scores, you get a, an extra loss to go along with however you did against your opponent. Uh, so it means that the lowest scoring teams are probably not going to sneak into the playoffs, which is really what we're looking for in the end. So check it out. The season is approaching. I love Apex Fantasy Leagues. You can check it out, apexfantasyleagues.com. All right, I'm going to kick off the bold predictions. Uh, last year, if you recall, I talked about Ben Roethlisberger being a top three quarterback in fantasy football, and he was, Denny. Last season, Ben Roethlisberger was a top wow. three quarterback in fantasy football. So this year, I'm going to go with another latish. He's, his ADP is rising. Latish round quarterback. You guys might have heard some of these on the late round podcast because I did do a bold prediction show this week. Lamar Jackson's going to be a top three quarterback this season, Denny. I like it. Um, I actually think I have more confidence in this than I did the Ben Roethlisberger one last year. Sure. Um, you know, if you look at, at Lamar Jackson, I keep throwing I, like every show that I've done in the last month, I've thrown this stat out there, but there's been eight quarterbacks since 2000 who have mm-hmm. rushed for 700 or more yards. Seven of those eight quarterbacks finishes top five fantasy options that season. Wow. Lamar Jackson last year almost hit 700 rushing yards in in half a season starting, uh, not even. Oh uh, so Lamar Jackson, even if we even if he sees fewer rush attempts, which he probably will, uh, he's he's almost a mortal lock unless he gets hurt to hit 700 rushing yards, right? Dang man. Yeah. Uh, so then, what does he do with his arm? How does he get better with his arm? Uh, he has better weapons this season, pretty pretty easily, I would say, even though there there's some inexperience there. But then on top of that, Greg Roman is his offensive coordinator, and Greg Roman. Coached Colin Kaepernick and Tyrod Taylor, two dual threat quarterbacks. Both of those quarterbacks, their top two seasons in, in pass efficiency were under Greg Roman. So bring it all together. His mm-hmm. passing can improve. The rushing will be there. Lamar mm-hmm. Jackson, he is the quarterback that you need on your fantasy teams this year. You know, yeah, I think I think I may have mentioned that I feel like living the stream is fueled by Greg Roman because both Kaepernick and uh, Tyrod obviously were were big big time LTS picks going into those yeah. those seasons because both of them were going late and you know we talk about cheat codes and quarterback rushing and everything and it's almost trite at this point but it's still true it's still true like you know you can you can kind of lock it in I I think top three is kind of reasonable yeah let's hear yours Danny 
All right. Dede Westbrook. I, I recently learned how to pronounce his name. I don't call him Deed anymore. By the way, I, I did a uh, my fantasy league draft last night. The uh, the going yeah. the going deep draft that Mike Clay does, and they they pronounce Dede what because they have those like MFL has like the the, the narrators, you know. They, yeah. they pronounce him Dead Westbrook. <laughs> Dead Westbrook. Yeah. Well, uh, well, I I believe he's very much alive. <laughs> uh, he'll be a my hot take is that Westbrook will be a top fifteen wide wow. receiver by season's end. Wow, it's hot. It's it hot. Is hot. Okay, so he's going off the board right now at wide receiver thirty. Uh, so we're talking about a significant leap uh, from his from his ADP, and that ADP has risen too. It has. I, I remember. I'm old enough to remember when you could get him easily at wide receiver 40. Yeah. Um, so he averaged uh, 6.6 targets per game in the final 13 games of 2018. I uh, conveniently chopped off the first three when he really wasn't involved. Um, but I think we have reason to believe that he is the wide receiver one going into the season in Jacksonville. Uh, he uh, in the third preseason game, which obviously I don't have to tell everybody isn't is important because the starters play more than the other games it's kind of a dress rehearsal as you hear about 69,000 times every year um in the dress rehearsal game he caught four balls for 29 yards and a touchdown in obviously limited action and honestly I just don't think any other receiver is going to command targets in that offense I I kind of think it's like Westbrook and Fournette and that's kind of the end of the story as far as targets go yeah, Fournette is someone who uh, I, I've been pretty bullish on throughout the offseason, too. Um, I got him in, in SFB back in, in July, um, but he, he should see a lot of, of volume through the air as well in that DeFlippo, uh offense, yeah. and that's going to be an offense that should pass the ball more than they did last year. So, yeah, Westbrook. I, I my, my hotter take on Westbrook is that he outscores Antonio Brown. Wow. I said it. Wow. Uh, speaking of John Filippo. Here's a transition for you. Right. My second bold prediction is that Dalvin Cook is going to be a top three running back in fantasy football. Ooh. So, look, I understand Dalvin Cook's like in the RB nine or ten range. I'm actually like low key pissed that he had that huge run this past weekend uh, yeah, in the pre- yeah, against Arizona yeah. because yeah. I, I was I've been into Dalvin Cook all off season. Um, so I really just wanted that ADP to stay where it was, but. Regardless, um, you know, if you look at what happened last season when when DeFlippo got uh, got canned, uh, Kevin Stefanski took over that offense, and when he took over the offense, they went from having a 1.68 pass to rush attempt ratio to a 1.21 pass to rush attempt ratio in neutral game scripts. Uh, so they became a lot more run heavy when Stefanski took over, um, and you know, you you want targets at running back more than 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 rush attempts. Um, but at the same time, when you see that sort of switch, you're going to see more rushing touchdowns uh, that, than what you would see otherwise. And last season, Minnesota was third in the league in pass-to-rush touchdown ratio. So mm. if that sort starts to flip a little bit, that'll give Dalvin Cook a little bit more rushing touchdown upside. Um, and, and really, the Vikings' target tree just isn't really that deep. I mean, it's really Adam Thielen, Stefan Diggs, and that, and that's it. Right. Right. So I think I think Dalvin Cook's going to easily be able to hit like a 12, 13 percent target share in the offense. I just think, you know, if he's healthy, you know, he has that top 10 upside very easily. He's being drafted around there. Um, But I think that he could hit that top three. I mean, uh, Dalvin Cook, when he's been healthy, he's had a top 24 rate over the last two years. He's hit a, a top 24 performance in 10 of his 14 games played. That's a top 10 number in the league. And now you have arguably a more 
beneficial and, and, and a better situation for him, I can see that top three finish, especially we know that running backs get hurt. So if, if Dalvin Cook is the one who's fortunate to not get hurt, then that'll, that'll yeah. rise his rank as well. Yeah, no, I know. I, when I saw that big run, I thought, oh, no, J.J. is going to be really pissed about this. Yeah, I was this. kind of tilted about that. That's exa- That's like my first thought, actually, which is kind of sick. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, all right, my second hot take is that Sony Michelle the Eighth Esquire is going to finish as a top seven running back. Wow, seven's very specific. It is. You know what it is? It's me pooping in my pants a little bit and refusing to say top five. Yeah, I got you. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm giving myself a little wiggle room, but it's still hot. It's still hot. He's going off the board at, at running back 23 right now in the fourth round. Uh, so you know, running back 23, right, you know, top seven guy. I think it's still hot. You know, correct me if I'm wrong. But no, it's hot. That's a hot. That's that's yeah. a, that, that, that that's a hot. I'm just gonna it, leave it. At it that. That's a hot. That's yeah. warm. All right. So he averaged uh, 17.9 carries in Patriots wins last year. Uh, 13.9 carries in in uh, in losses. Um, so you know if the Patriots are decent this year and he plays 16 games, I think that he's going to see a lot of you know kind of good game script. Uh, well, I mean good game script and be able to you know uh, pile up those carries. New England had the third most rushing attempts per game last season, uh, the 14th most in 2017 and the fourth most in 2016. Uh, he's going in the fourth round, like I said. You know, if when I start, uh, you know, wide receiver times three, uh, I love to get him in the fourth. That's exactly what I did in my neighborhood draft on Monday. I went. Yeah. It was a fourteen-team league, so it's you know it's deeper. Uh, I had the thirteenth overall pick. I went Juju, OBJ. I think Robert Woods was my third rounder because it was you know it's fourteen-team league, so it's more like a you know mm-hmm. into the fourth round. And then Sony was there for me at RB like twenty or twenty-one, and I got him. Yeah, man, I just, oh, man, I love, I love it. If he, if he can stay upright, which is a huge question, I understand. Uh, it's great. And then the Patriots coaches were, at least one coach said that he was going to be involved in the passing game. I almost passed out. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Those are our bold predictions this year. We're, we're going right, to go. run with those four. Let's do it. All right. So let's get to these questions. We have some questions to answer. Okay. All right. This first one's from at Troy likes stuff. Minor inconvenience that seems to put you on tilt more than it likely should. For me, it's when a gas station pump doesn't have the lock for the nozzle. I'm forced to stand there holding the nozzle and the rage builds with each passing gallon. I thought that was a, that was a good one. Do you have, do you have any like small things that put you on tilt? Well, that is, I mean, I think in hell you have to stand and pump gas without the, without the notch there to like uh, forever for eternity. Yeah. for, For eternity. Um, it's doubly infuriating because then you have you have to watch your money go down the drain, um, you know, quickly. Yeah. Uh, at, at the pump, yeah, that's horrible. Um, I, I'm trying to think of one. Do you have one off the top of your I head? I don't. I can't think of one that I uh, that I would have that because that, that's a really good example. And like coming up with something that that's comparable to that is difficult yeah. because it's a really good like this doesn't really actually matter type example, but it does. It still puts you on tilt. Small inconvenience. That just drives me nuts. Um, maybe we can come back to that if I think of something. I'm okay. sorry, Troy. This is a good question. A good, it, was could... a good, it was a good question. It was a good question. Next one's from at Swerve and Schwerven. What's the least appropriate place slash event that you've checked your phone for fantasy news slash waiver wire stuff? For example, I added Cecil Shorts right before I gave a best man speech. 
<laughs> that's pretty good. <laughs> that's pretty good. Uh, I don't know if I really have one. That's because because I've gotten to the point because this is my job now, and it's it's easy for me to like say everything is my job, and I can like walk away and not have to be like you know secretive right. about it. So when you're at the funeral and you and you're trying to get a new defense, yeah, it's fine. Does just say, oh, look, I got a work call. And then um, I go yeah. and pick up the, the Jaguars, not the Jags, the Steelers defense. I'm like, I'm doing my job, Mom. That's right. That's right. Yeah. I thought you wanted to be to be successful. Um, uh, the most inappropriate place that I've done that, that, that I've made a fantasy transaction, is that the question? Yeah, pretty much. Um, church. Church is probably the go-to. That, that's probably the answer for everyone, I would argue. At least setting lineups. The worst part is, is that so, we sometimes go to to Greek church, my 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 wife's church, and they have I have no connection there, so I have to like wait till the wait till I get two bars on my phone and then try to do it, <laughs> and it, so it's like iffy. It's like oh god, it's not working. It's not working. It's not, did it work? Did it work? I don't know. Did I put him in my lineup? And one time I didn't, and it really cost me. So. At, at first, I thought you were talking about like spiritual connection. Oh no no! And then no. it was like I have no spiritual connection there, so I just kind of walk away and just set uh, my fantasy lineups. That, that well, that maybe that too, but but uh, yeah, that the 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 internet connection is is not not great. Uh, apparently, um, uh, God has cut off uh, web access during church. This next question is from at mana underscore dork. Would you rather give a back massage to Matt Patricia or receive a back massage from Mac, Matt Patricia? Oh, God. I think there's an answer to this. Uh, give? No, receive. No, I know. He would crush me. No, see, that, this, this goes back to our massage conversation from last week. I, I, I'm fine with that. You're not. You, you, you need the... You need like the the three finger technique. You just need like a a pointer finger, middle finger, and thumb. I'm doing it to Denny in the in the camera right now. But it, uh, you you need that. No, you gotta, get, you gotta get the, the yeah. You gotta get the grip going, Denny. You gotta get the whole yeah, grip. Well, Matt Patricia yeah. can rub my shoulders all day long. I oh, that's something I didn't hear. Think I'd hear today. <laughs> uh, I'm grossed out. I mean, because I just he's I just don't don't like him on any level. But you'd rather um, give him one. Yeah, Giving massages is is you. You have to do something. He would like, but he would like destroy my back to own the libs. I don't know. I just, I, I would, I'd be really fearful about that. All right. We'll move on from that one. Next one at J deck 89. I hate mushrooms and my wife cuts them up into tiny pieces and hides them in our dinner. Is this worth getting a divorce over? What's the one food item with your own wives could hide that, that your own wives could hide in your dinner that could repulse you? So let, let's just be clear here. Uh, she's doing what people do with dog medicine. <laughs> exactly. Okay, she's treating you exactly like a dog with your mushrooms. That's right. I uh, mu- I don't like mushrooms either, actually. Oh no, mushrooms can be good. I mean, sometimes they're bad, but they can be oh, good. So, so you back. so you hate everything, but you like mushrooms. Wait, you you just haven't had good mushrooms. Ah, I knew it was coming. I knew it was coming. <laughs> God. Yeah, no, Mushrooms are pretty good. Um, uh, olives, olives for me are, are just a nightmare. Olives are also a nightmare. I'm yeah, and and so when my when somebody makes a salad, either my mother in law or my mom, uh, uh, my mom or, um, or or Melissa, I will uh, kind of poke around the olives, but I I would like them not to be there. Yeah, I'm no, saying. I'm with you. Olives is a really good choice there, so I can I can agree. 
Uh, next one at BSSTRM. I am in a point per carry league. I know it's insane. Is there any conceivable way to implement zero RB? I am leaning more towards going zero wide receiver. Well, you can't go zero RB in a league where you're getting, if it's no. a full point per carry, you definitely cannot do that. If you're getting, I mean, assuming that there's a, a flex spot, especially like you're, the, if it's a full point per carry, you're getting running backs. That, yeah, that changes everything. It, it it completely wipes out the wide receiver position in in, uh, in relation to running back. And the other thing with zero RB that I think folks should understand is that there are certain league types and formats that it works better in. Like if yeah, you're yeah. starting three wide receivers in a flex and it's a full PPR league, it's a lot easier to go zero RB than in a standard league with like a 2-2-1 format. Yeah, right. I mean, what, yeah, why would you start with five wide receivers if you can only start three max? Right, right. Uh, next question. I, I got really confused by this question. I, I, I hope that you can you can uh, uh, kind of dissect this for me. This is from at number one punna. And Jason has great questions, typically. This one I just don't understand. Mm-hmm. When you take your kids to the park, do you leave your shoes on or do you take them off? What? See, okay, so you're in the same boat as me. I. I definitely I leave my shoes on at all times. Well, that's so you, you, we've talked about this before, haven't we? That yeah. you're, so you're a shoes you shoes on inside person. Truther. Like, yeah. do do you have them on right now? Um, I actually don't. <laughs> <laughs> what the heck? <laughs> I'm sorry, my feet got hot just now, and I took them off like five minutes ago. Okay, so you did it. You did it during the show. Yeah. No, How did I, I not see that? Show. Oh, okay. Um, I don't understand this, like, take your shoes off at the park thing. What What is this all about? What What is this? Well, I mean, what do you, you're going to walk around in the mulch or the, or that, or that shredded tire stuff. Yeah. Like you're, you're going to get something just, just in your foot, just your middle of your foot gushing blood by the end of that, that trip. And your foot's going to get super disgusting and, and dirty. I, I, I mean, I, I would say that the park is like the one place you definitely should have shoes on. Yeah, I think, yeah, this is a really, really strange question to me. I'm with you. I, I want to hear the, uh, the response from, from the listeners on Twitter about this one. Uh, next question at the pug father 22 best sleeper strategy, not for football, but for getting a good night's rest. Uh, um, well, Definitely wait till you're sleepy to go to bed, not just tired. There's a big difference between sleepy and tired, and that is a that is a distinction that I used to have trouble with. Interesting. Yeah. So as as soon as I felt tired, I went to bed, and then I would toss and turn, and then it messed me up. But if you actually wait, there's a big difference because you know sleepy means that like your eyes are getting heavy, like you actually feel like your body's like, okay, I'm ready for sleep now. Yeah. So wait till you're sleepy, even if even if you have to wait like kind of a long time, like way like past your normal bedtime. Interesting take there. I uh, I've heard that you shouldn't look at uh, look at like your phone and stuff before you go to bed, too, if you're having sleep issues. Yeah, but they right. That, that's true. But they, they do have those apps that filter out the blue light, yeah. which is the well, you, blue light. Don't, don't the... you have those glasses? Yeah, I do. I do. Yeah, that that hel- <laughs> that helps, too. My my. Uh, pilot glasses but the um uh the 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 filter takes out the blue the blue light is the stuff that goes to your brain and says hey brain it's time to wake up time to wake up um i'm jealous of my wife because uh my strange wife because she has such a a strong sleep drive that she can look at her phone for 30 minutes right before bed right before bed and go right to sleep no problem i i look at my phone for a good half hour before bed every night too 
Oh, so you're a really strong sleeper, is that? I'm not that. I'm not like a weak. I'm I'm a normal sleeper. I just don't have that much trouble like falling asleep. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. my 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 sleeping though is is fine. Like it's normal. Yeah. Uh. What my my one other suggestion it would be, um, the use of L-tryptophan, um, supplements. Oh, so da- okay. So now this is a, a drug dealing. Yeah, no, no, no. It's all legal. It's all very legal. You know, it, just get some tryptophan in your system, and uh, and 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 you'll get you'll get you'll get sleepy again. Sleepy's the key. Next question at eBrowse. How do you prepare for a fourteen-team, eighteen-round draft on Yahoo with a fifteen-second timer? I like to snort freshly ground coffee and then chug a four loco loco and finish by breaking my head against the can as I fail to smash it and only to manage to get myself a mild concussion. Right. I, I was actually going to suggest uh, cocaine and lifting weights. Yeah, 15 seconds. I mean, I'm all about quick drafts, but that's a that's that's quick. That's a quick timer. <laughs> that's really wild. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's, that's rough. Next one, at Eric Belair. Who would be your choice to write and perform a new Monday Night Football theme song? Uh, LCD Sound System. My my my, uh, my choice would be the guy who the the guy on Fiverr who did the living the stream intro. Oh yeah, well naturally he he yes obviously obviously he's first. I, but okay, the listeners know, the listeners know the LCD sound system would absolutely destroy that song. It would actually become like the highlight of my week if they did that. Couldn't you just hear though? Couldn't you hear like Monday Night Football? <laughs> game comes to you each week right yeah it'd be great next one at cincy underscore valentine since this is obviously a health foods slash drinks podcast is here this this one this is another one is barbecue sauce a salad dressing it can be oh get out of here wait what it should barbecue sauce is not a salad dressing I mean, salad dressing is mostly garbage anyway, so just well, put I something I, you like. I, I, I get that. I get that. But barbecue sauce is like thick. It's 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 a lot thicker than even yeah. a, a typical ranch dressing, which is a thicker salad dressing. It's the, the thickness. You're gonna you're gonna you're gonna pick up a piece of of iceberg lettuce, and it's just it's gonna make like a pool of of barbecue sauce and you're just going to eat barbecue sauce. Not only that, but barbecue sauce, like in general, as a, as a condiment eating only the barbecue, that's, that's an intense flavor. That's, that's, right. that's a lot of, a lot of lot going on in your mouth. Uh, that's what she said. Uh, the, um, <laughs> the, I have an answer for Troy about oh, the thing go. that bothers okay. me. Okay. Me. So the thing that really bothers me is when there's one bug in the room and the person you're you're talking to, you're like you're engaged in conversation, and the person gets up and like chases the bug around, chases the fly around to go <laughs> kill it. Just let it be, like unless it's like landing on your face over and over, or unless it's like a like a uh, you know um, a mosquito or something that's biting you. Just let it go, like like we're talking. Why are you chasing that bug around? Just let let's leave it, leave it. Here, I have one actually too. What about whenever you're watching TV and the sound is only slightly off from the, the lips that are like, oh, like the, that, dr- that drives me absolutely bonkers. Yeah. I can't handle it. Can't handle it. I, I thought of that just now because for some reason in, in my area, in the Charlotte area, uh, Bachelor in Paradise, the, the sound was all messed up last night. 
Oh man. Yeah. So I just we we haven't been able to watch it just yet, but apparently the first thirty one minutes is is there's no there's no narr- there, there's no there's no voices. It's just music. That 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 ruined your uh, week. Year. The rest <laughs> of the year is ruined. Not to be dramatic, but year. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, next question at ff for lith three. It's a it's it's lead speak. I was lucky enough to draft Breida late late last week thanks to you. With all the hype surrounding him and his ADP skyrocketing, is he worth a trade right now? And if so, how low would you be willing to go as in worst player tier? Here, here's my my feeling about that. In a league, you know, you have, you have 11 other teams in your league, hypothetically. If he fell in your league, chances are your league mates probably aren't high enough on Matt Breida. That's right. Right. Like, like we got to, you know, all of these types of questions in a vacuum, like, yeah, sure. Like trade them for Sony Michelle or, you know, like do, do something, but like no one's going to do that because there's a reason for that value in your particular league. Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I just, I don't know who has changed their mind so drastically after letting him fall like last week. And then being, and I don't know, is there, has it been like a Roto world? Bl- well, he had, he had, he had a touchdown in the preseason game. It was like a nice catch and stuff, but like. Yeah. Even it's like you know, he, he's gotten a bump from analysts. Um, I, I I get why his ADP is rising, but I just don't know if there's going to be a dramatic shift and 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 for for it to be enough to like jump multiple tiers to be worthy of a trade. But I mean, you got him, so just just go with it for now. You yeah, know? write it out, write it out. Next question at FF Tyler O. Will Denny drink a white Russian if JJ's smoothie phase lasts until Christmas? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Let's do that. Okay, I had a smoothie this morning, for the record. Oh, of course you did. No, the phase is still on. Well, the what's the, what's gone. the let, let's let's set some parameters as to what is it? Because some days I just can't like phys, like I just don't have time to make one. But like, how many days a week do I have to keep keep this up? Like four or five times a week? Yeah, I'd say four or five. Yeah. Okay. All right, I can do that. All right. Okay. So, but okay, let's do this. Let's do this. If you're still doing this by Thanksgiving. Okay. Then I will drink a white Russian on air. On air, I'll I'll make one for the show and I'll drink it while while we while we record. Okay, all right, that sounds that's a, that's a good idea. And I I can okay. have my wife vouch for all this that I'm still making smoothies. We actually so our sink is split. We don't have one of those sinks that has just you know it's one. We I wish that we did because it's nice to have that much space with the sink. Mm-hmm. But we have the one that's split where there's like the drying rack area. Right. All I I just have our, my blender is there. Just the, it's just drying all day because I know that I'm ready to use it the next day. Yeah, and by the way, so Tyler is referring to the horrible incident I had with white Russians, where I drank so many that I got sick, and I, even the thought of white <laughs> Russians makes me nauseous. Uh, but here's here's the thing: I'm going to drink exactly one sure. uh, during this recording. I will not drink any others. I may even enjoy it, Tyler. So there you go. Wow, wow. This next one's from at RBs don't matter. I always put a few squares of toilet paper in the bowl pre-poop. This method is 100% successful in reducing splashback from gross toilet water. Or is it wasting too much TP in the process? I can't risk the water getting me because when I do poo, I sit and pee like a lady. Thanks. <laughs> wow. This is a very... Wow. This is... Thank God you're... Oh, I guess his name is Andy. Uh, I was going to say, thank God you're anonymous on here, but man... Yeah. Man, that's a oh, that's an incredible amount of information. That's an incredible amount of information, and it just I just had flashbacks to literally an hour ago when my wife and I were giving my daughter a bath, and she took the biggest deuce I've ever seen in the bathtub. <laughs> just 
Just the it was three diapers worth of poop that just came out of her. Oh man, yeah. Oh oh, the bath. Hey, the bath loosens them up. The 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 man, and we have we have one of those mats so she can stand up in the bathtub, you know, like mm-hmm. so she's not slipping around. And the poop just get like it. It's all over that. You got to wash that, and then you got it's all over her toys. Oh. And then yeah, you gotta it's... you gotta get the toilet paper and just just go in there and then put it in the toilet and just flush it down. But then there's poop all over the the bathtub still. It was a wait, it was wait. a reckless situation. Yeah, it was it was poopocalypse. It, it was, was absolutely poopocalypse. Okay, um, it, when Xavier used to hold hold his poop like refuse, we would just put him in the bath, and in like ten seconds he would hop up and be like, "I'm ready, I'm ready, I'm ready." <laughs> That's a good technique. It's good to know. Yeah. Um, okay, so putting putting TP in. In your toilet before you go, does that really reduce the splash? No, of course it doesn't. Yeah, I don't think that it does either. Come on. I think this is all just in your head. You can it, stop it, doing that. It is, and you're wasting toilet paper, you monster. Yeah, you can definitely stop doing that. Uh, next question at Kaboykin. Uh, crying while driving, okay, or complete road hazard? <laughs> Asking for a friend that's been listening to the notebook on audiobook during their commute. <laughs> first of all first of all i love crying while doing anything like that concept is so funny to me like crying while eating crying, crying while showering while eating crying while eating is the best it's the best it's like you know when you're a kid and like you get in trouble at dinner and but you still have to eat your dinner yeah. so you're like you're like trying to chew the broccoli while there's tears coming down and you're like gagging well, on the yeah, well, I mean, like avery avery's like in that stage right now because she she gets so frustrated because she can understand things but can't communicate, you know. And so, yeah. and so she she'll like we'll be sitting at dinner and she you know she'll be in her high chair and she'll just get frustrated because like she's trying to like get us to do something or like give uh-huh. her something like that. And she's just eating and chewing and just 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 sobbing while yeah. it's happening. Yeah, eating while crying is just awesome. I mean, it's just an amazing <laughs> thing. But by the way, yeah, no, uh, if you're if you're crying while driving, I would say that if they were to test this, they would see that uh, a driver who is crying while operating a vehicle is probably more dangerous than a drunk driver. Yeah, probably. Yeah, texting while driving, it shouldn't be that. It should be crying while driving. Yeah, right. Yeah, don't don't cry while driving. Man, put on some music or something. Good God. Yeah, who's you know, listening to the notebook audiobook on their commute? Just, yeah, I mean, just don't make it an emotional song, you know? Um, don't make it a, you know, a Cats in the Cradle or whatever that song's called. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Right, just, just listen to normal things. You know, listen to a... To a to a, a regular yeah. audiobook and and just just you don't need to listen to the notebook you can just watch the movie and that's enough that that's funny though damn that is funny uh next question at chance mania in my auction draft you weren't required to fill every spot on your roster aka waste waste a dollar on bench guys so I used all of my money on nine players I wanted and filled the rest of my team with waiver guys right strategy I'd say so yeah I like that strategy I, I think it's really good actually. Yeah. Uh, next question. This is from at Clouch Potato. I'm a firm believer that you guys should never order a Bloody Mary after 2 p.m. Thoughts? Um, my, well, my strategy is to never order a Bloody Mary, period. Thank you. That's exactly what I was going to say. Exactly. what That drink is so it's god-awful nasty. I actually, I actually don't believe, and I don't want to, you know what? You guys are going to fill up my mentions. I don't care. I don't care. I don't believe that anybody actually likes the Bloody Mary. I, I don't. 
I kind of, I kind of agree. This is a, this is a take of yours that I'm, I'm fully on board thank with. Thank you, thank you. It's disgusting. Come on, tomato juice? No, 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 no. Totally with you. With vodka, give me a break. You Come know who on. drinks tomato juice? You know who drinks t- tomato juice? Eighty-seven-year-old great aunts drink tomato juice. Yeah, right for for their health, like because their doctor said you need some tomato juice right. to get your bowels going or something. That's right. Yeah, right. That's exactly you know, right. Uh, no, no, no. Give me a break. And the and the stupid celery stick. You you just look like an idiot. Just stop drinking the Bloody Marys and 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 don't pretend you like them. No one likes them. Yeah, I agree. Uh, we're gonna go with one more question. It's gonna be a little bit of a shorter podcast tonight. Sure. This is from at bib bib big pumpkin spice which will last the longest zeke's holdout gordon's holdout or pumpkin spice season i mean oh wow hmm. yeah this is, this is actually a good question i'm <laughs> i'm gonna go with melvin gordon's holdout it's gonna last longer than 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 pumpkin spice season uh, where, so where, you... where are we put where are we drawing the line where when does pumpkin spice season end well i uh, i would say uh the holiday season Oh, so once once peppermint becomes a thing, yeah, uh, so then, like, then maybe I'd go with pumpkin spice season. Yeah, I think I would too. So, uh, did you see that thing today? Like a writer says that Melvin Gordon will be back week one, but he doesn't have any basis. <laughs> yes, it, it was literally a hunch. He said on Twitter it was a hunch, a hunch, a, a hunch. I mean, a, a you gotta, hunch. You got to cite something as a reporter. Come on, you got to say like. Like someone in the organization believes that he will be back. You can't just say a hunch. Come a on, hunch. man. A freaking hunch. Yeah, no no hunches. This, this is, is a hunch, hunch-free zone. This is exactly why you have to really figure out like which writers and analysts and reporters are not just saying BS. Yeah, that that's that was that was kind of aggravating when I saw it. Um, yeah, well, pumpkin spice season is ridiculous because it goes from August through November. I mean – you know, that's just too much. It's just too much. <laughs> it's a lot, but I, I, I'm still a fan of, of pumpkin in general. It, but, okay. I mean, that's fine. But like, can we just wait till it's fall? We're still a month away. Do you drink, do you, do you drink pumpkin beer at all? Um, you know, sometimes I, I like have a taste for it and I'll have one and then I'll be like, okay, I'm done. You can't have <laughs> more than one pumpkin beer. Oh, I, I've seen people drink many, many pumpkin beers that, at one time. See, that that would make that that's that's an exorcist vomit experience right there. <laughs> that, there's there's no, either that or you're on the toilet for an hour the next day. <laughs> Wait, really? For real? That's just it's just too much. Like there there are some beers and some like flavors where you just can't you can't just and this is this is partially like it's just it's 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 too much. Like any yeah, any okay. fruity beer, like watermelon beer. There's there's some really good watermelon beers out there. But if you mm. if you drink like three of them, it's one too many. Uh, I have not had a watermelon beer, and I suspect that if you tweeted that, you would get five hundred replies uh, insulting your manhood. No, that's fine. Uh, Hell or high watermelon. People who have tried it know know what I'm talking about here. It's a, it's a great beer. It's a great yeah, no, beer. I, I would do it just, just to own people. I would drink it just to make people feel bad about themselves. Someone actually asked uh, on, on Twitter today for the, for the show, did you drink for your birthday? Did you have a, a Natty Light or a Blue Moon? Oh, you know what? Um, I, 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 had some, I had some Miller. Oh, you went to the Miller? I went to the Miller Lights and because they were cold and the others were not. And so that's, that's what – and I had crabs. So you have to have light beer with crabs. 
No full body beer with crabs. It, it, that's illegal in Maryland. I don't know if you knew that. Yeah, that would be that's that would be tough. I, that's that's reasonable. I, I look, I I Miller Lite's still trash of the three. Oh, oh, Miller Lite's Miller Lite's awful. My heart. Bud Light ah. is Bud Light's number one, because there's nothing better than just drinking like some flavored water and getting oh. getting some getting a buzz after fifteen of them. You maniac! Oh my god! Oh, honestly, I mean, I'm okay with you saying Bud Light. But I feel like it's an actually like a real personal uh, attack on me to say Coors Light is better than Miller Light because Coors Light actually is the worst thing I've ever tasted, period. Yeah, Coors Light's not. I, I can understand if you like Miller Light more. By the way, I, I still have people in my mentions like weekly talking about how I hate IPAs. Really? Yeah, I love IPAs, guys. Just, just for the record, I drink I- IPAs all the time every time we talk about IPAs, I'm the one who's like, throw them in the trash. And you're like, no, 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 they're actually good. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. But, like, just just to, like set the record straight. I drink IPAs. If I'm at a brewery, I actually started recently. I started dabbling in sours a little bit just to dabbling, just, just dabbling a little bit. Just mm-hmm. to, I'm a so big, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a brewery guy. I like, are, I like hopping around breweries and just taking my daughter there and hanging out for a little bit and then oh. going home. That's good parenting, I think. It's great parenting. You know, going, you know, getting trashed with your dog. That's right. It's fantastic. It's fantastic. <laughs> uh, anyway, all right, Denny, where can everyone find you? At uh, CD Carter thirteen on Twitter. I have my fantasy equity score report, folks. It's out. It's on DraftDayConsultants.com. I I tweet about it every eleven seconds. If you've missed it, I'm going to update the report next week. I'm on Twitter at late round QB. Uh, everything's really getting started next week. We're gonna have to record this show like for week one streamers next week. Oh dear God! Like it's it's happening, and I'm gonna be doing four late round podcast episodes a week during the season. So okay, so fun. you're gonna you're gonna be burned out by next Thursday. <laughs> I'll I'll be burned out. Yes, it'll it'll be great. Anyways, I'm on Twitter at late round QB. All my work over on numberfire.com. Denny, let's go get a milkshake. All right. All right, guys, thanks for listening. We will catch you next week. Thank you for listening to Live in the Stream. We hope you enjoyed the internet podcast. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes now. It won't take long, it's fast. For more fantasy football info, check out LakeGroundQB.com. Hope you come back soon as we share about.